the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't even Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. If we look at James chapter 5, verse 13, he says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Now, if we jump to verse, verse 16, continues to say that, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Verse 17 says, Elijah to give us an example of an effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man that availed much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly, passionately, intensely, that it would not rain. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. Actually, I think I skipped a line there. Let me start again. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly, earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Amen. A few things we can bring out from this scripture. God cares about how you do and about how you feel. That is why he says, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. So God cares. God does care. God cares about how you do and how you feel. Say, are you suffering? Pray. If you are cheerful, sing psalms. Sing, dance. If you are suffering, if you are in affliction, if something is troubling you, if something is giving you a headache, it says, pray. So we see there that God cares about us, cares about how we do and how we feel. And we see also that God puts a premium on our relationships with one another. So he says in verse 16, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So God puts a premium on our relationships with one another. God wants us to live well with one another. He wants us to settle matters and settle things, you know, uh, confess your faults, say I'm sorry, or sorry for what I did, or I promised that I would do this, I didn't do it, you know. God puts a premium on our relationships with one another. 
So he said we should confess our faults, our trespasses to one another and pray for one another that we may be healed. Also, we see here that one person can pray and several people can also pray. You can pray and others can also pray with you or pray for you. But don't depend on anybody. You can pray. You can pray. You should know how to pray. But because you are in a family, when something is going on, you can also ask for prayer. You can also ask for people to pray for you. But without even asking for people to pray for you, we should be praying for one another. I should be praying for you. You should be praying for me. So one person can pray and several people can pray. The more, the merrier. We also see here that prayer can bring healing. He said, pray that you may be healed. Pray for one another that you may be healed. So prayer can bring healing and even change how you do and how you feel. Prayer can bring healing, changing how you do and how you feel. We also see here in this passage, James 5, 13, 16 to 18, that God answers the prayer of the righteous. God answers the prayer of the righteous. And God also answers any prayer that is prayed with a heart of humility and sincerity. God answers the prayer of the righteous and also answers the prayer that is prayed with a heart of humility and sincerity. Even for those who are not considered righteous, God will answer a prayer that is prayed in humility and sincerity because God wants to draw men unto himself. So he distributes mercy. He even you know, causes his rain to fall on the, on the field of the wicked and the righteous together. Also in this scripture, the Holy Spirit gives us an example of a righteous person whose prayers perform wonders. And that person is the man Elijah. The man Elijah. We also want to see that there is something about the prayer of Elijah that the scripture says the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails more. What is, what is it about the prayer of Elijah that the Holy Spirit will summarize it as effective, fervent, and availing more? What gave potency to the prayers of this righteous person? First, his prayers were a matter of relationship, relationship with God, relationship with God. He was considered a righteous man. His relationship with God, right standing with God. That's what righteousness means. So first thing is a matter of relationship. Second, it is based on promise. The prayers of Elijah were based on the promise of God, on the word of God, on the will of God. God asked him to pray that there will be no rain. And based on that, he prayed. Exactly on the third year, the Lord said to him, I'm going to bring rain. And he prayed again that rain will come. And three and a half years, rain came. So Elijah did not just pray. Elijah did not just you know, think of something to pray about. It was not just his feeling. It was not just his desire. It was the will, the, the word of God, you know, impressed on his heart that moved him to pray. So he prayed based on promise, based on the word of God, based on the will of God, based on what God impressed on his heart, what God told him. God told him, I will bring rain. And he prayed, and rain came. God told him, I'm going to take rain out. I'm going to shut up the skies. And he prayed, and God shut up the skies. Really, we need to learn that the prayers we pray, 
are to be based on the Word of God, not on our own mentality, not our own theology or psychology, not on our own feelings or emotions. The prayers we pray should be based on the Word of God. It is what the scripture calls the spirit of faith. They believed and they spoke. We also believe and we speak. That is the spirit of faith. It's the spirit of prayer. The spirit of faith is the spirit of prayer. 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says, We also have the same spirit of faith. They believed, they spoke. We also believe and we speak. What did they believe? They believed the word of God. And they spoke the word of God that they believed. So they did not just, you know, believe anything. They believed the word of God. They read the word of God, believed the word of God, and spoke the word of God, or prayed the word of God. We need to learn to pray the word of God. We need to learn to pray the word of God. So for us to pray the word of God, we need to know the word of God. Elijah prayed according to the word of God, prayed according to what God asked him to do or asked him to pray about. So another thing that gave potency or power to the prayers of Elijah was that his prayers were expressed with passion. His prayers were expressed, were prayed with passion, with earnestness. With fervency, James 5, 17, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly. He prayed earnestly. He prayed passionately. He prayed intensely. He prayed fervently that it would not rain, and it did not rain. So there are three things that gave potency to the prayers of this man called Elijah. The first one is, he came to God based on his relationship with God. The second, his prayer was based on the promise of God, on the word of God, on the will of God that God had impressed on his heart. And his prayer was with earnestness. His prayer was with intensity, with fervency, with passion. It was with desire. If somebody comes to you and wants something from you, and they are asking you as if they don't really mean it. It's like, oh, uh, give it to me. And no, if not, no problem. You know. And as they are talking to you, they are looking somewhere else. And they are looking back. And it's as if they're going to turn around. Of course, you're not going to give it to them. But if they come to you and they're looking at you right in the eye, and uh, they, really, they really mean it, and they're asking, please, will you give me this? I really need it. I really, really need it. Even if you didn't want to give it to them, but because of their passion, because of the earnestness, because of the intensity, because of the fervency, because of the desire, a prayer that does not have desire is no prayer. The Lord is speaking to us on the kind of prayer that avails much, the kind of prayer that avails much, the prayer of a godly mother. And the scripture just gave us an example of a prayer that avails much or that accomplishes much, the prayer of Elijah. And we're going to connect that with the prayer of a woman, of a mother. I want to say here that you don't need any credentials. You don't need any title or position for your prayers to be answered. Let me say that again. You don't need any credentials, title, or position for your prayers to be answered. The man being referred to in this scripture is prophet Elijah. But notice that the Holy Spirit did not attach any title to him. The Holy Spirit did not attach any position. Do 
Due to public health concerns, all services are being held online. Please visit dayspringchapelboston.org for updates and more service information. Don't forget to also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at dayspringchapelboston. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.